welcome back, everybody. Primal Athletics Radio. Um, thanks for tuning in again for another episode. Today we kind of have one uh, central topic we want to talk about. Um, Eric had sent out an article from CrossFit HQ about um, this hierarchy of uh, movement for CrossFitters, and we thought it'd be a good topic to mull over with you guys, um, given its importance in your success as an athlete. Uh, especially in the long term. Um, so I know we run uh, elements for any new coming uh, members to kind of get them up to speed. And this is definitely one of the things that uh, we preach and are going to keep pushing as we go forward. Eric, if you want to maybe expunge on that a little bit. Yeah, we've always, so like the, the hierarchy is the, you know, mechanics first, then consistency than um than intensity um so i think you know with our elements program we it's all about mechanics so those first like three one-on-one sessions um are all about mechanics and um and so we've you know we've kind of started there um but i think just everybody no matter how long you've been doing crossfit for it's always a good thing to realize that the the CrossFit methodology is mechanics first, then consistency, then intensity. I think that's something that gets lost. Um, Maybe like lost in translation. I know I kind of was not uh, necessarily moving in that manner when I started. Um, Like they preached the intensity piece. I think a lot of coaches and gyms and even um you know at your level one and stuff they'll say intensity is the driver of adaptation um so that's kind of the the piece that you're looking to get in training um but if you overlook the mechanics and the inconsistency i think it's kind of a recipe for um disaster and your your long-term success as an athlete is really gonna um, be hindered if you just go straight to intensity even though that's, you know, really the, the bread and butter of adaptation, what's going to get you those big results. Um, but I think you got to build the foundation first. Yeah, I agree. I think CrossFit definitely has the, like when you think CrossFit, you think like people pushing it to the limit and puking and like, you know, gasping for air, um, which is kind of like the, the tip of the spear of CrossFit and it's not a, not the whole thing, you know? Yeah, yeah. for sure. When I, when I do elements with somebody, I always ask them first, uh, what do you know about CrossFit? How would you explain it to me if I didn't know what it was? And I get a bunch of varying answers, but the, the words that are always in there every single time are, uh, it's a high intensity exercise program. So people know on the outside, if you know nothing about CrossFit, you've probably seen some YouTube videos and you get the idea that like people are going fast or going, pedal to the metal this is like you said like you're puking you're doing rope climbs tire flips all these crazy things uh so if we can kind of switch your mindset when you walk in here on day one that yeah we are going to ask you to go intense eventually but number one we're worried about how you move uh, and how well you move and we we want to focus on that first before we push to that intensity piece yeah i think if uh if you get that out of order um it's going to lead to either injury or you're not going to stay in CrossFit for long because I think your, your longevity is going to suffer like above all else. You could come in, even if you're say like already a seasoned athlete and you come into CrossFit 
and you're ready for intensity because you're used to it, maybe not in the realm of CrossFit, but in some athletic endeavor. Um, if you just jump into intensity, uh, you're probably going to see some good results, but they're not going to be lasting. And you're probably going to end up injuring yourself if you don't build your mechanics and consistency first. And, um, I mean, I kind of personally like did that in a way where, you know, I wasn't moving perfectly though. I was, you know, pretty fit and I was an athlete. So I was able to hit things with intensity, but then I had to like reverse engineer, go back to a PVC, relearn how to snatch, uh, relearn, you know, proper positioning in a deadlift. And this was like after over like a year or two in CrossFit. And I wish I had just slowed it down from day one and perfected the things on an empty barbell or gymnastics, uh, body weight stuff. So that when I did load and I did go fast, it wasn't going to come back to bite me. Yeah, that's important from from day one. Like like you said, you could go years of doing poor mechanics, and then uh, you're just putting yourself backwards. You maybe not. You may be getting a little bit of uh, improvement at first, but in the long run, you're really not going to make the improvement you're looking for. So, um, I remember starting CrossFit on my own before actually going to an affiliate in my at my house, and I I kind of flipped these around. I, I did a lot of intensity. I consistently did a lot of intensity with bad mechanics. Uh, <laughs> so. I was getting a little bit of results in the sense that I was, I was moving fast and I was focused on what I was eating and stuff. But when I stepped into a CrossFit gym for the first time, I was lucky to have a really good coach who, who put a broomstick in my hand and for the first few months just made me use that and really um, kind of relearn everything again. And that, that helped me go past that plateau period and, and really start moving well and seeing the progression that I, I wasn't seeing beforehand because I wasn't focusing on the mechanics and my consistency, consistency with those mechanics. Yeah, it's like a huge investment in, uh, you know, like it might not be the funnest thing to do when you first start out, especially if you're like gung ho to get into it. But your your future self will thank you for putting in that like initial investment in movement quality, because that's ultimately what what pan. Not even like just injury prevention, but. Um you know, good mechanics is efficient and that's going to get you better scores if that's what you're ultimately looking for, you know, better scores and better fitness overall. So like if you watch the CrossFit games now, there's nobody like squatting with their knees caving in or, you know, or very rarely, I guess there was one athlete last year that was doing some pretty ugly cleans, but, um, (laughs) but like, you know, in 99% of the CrossFit athletes now are moving like very efficiently with good mechanics because that's ultimately what's going to get you the best score or like, you know, the highest level of fitness. Yeah, I remember um, somebody speaking about Rich Frohn. It might have even been Greg Glassman um, or Dave Castro speaking about Rich Froning and how, you know, he's older um, than some of these guys at the top now and he's still like the fittest like he won the open a couple of years ago and he's still like in the mix um you know in these competitions he's winning the teams every year and they asked like how is he so good for so long and whoever it was that said it um basically said like he's the best mover like the reason he's yeah. still at it and at that peak is because he moves better than everybody his movement quality is just like he moves perfectly yeah, he really does. It's like textbook mm. watching him. Everything. Post. Yeah. Like I remember watching his open video. Um, I think it was two years ago where it was like a 
ladder of cleans with ascending weight and his clean on 135 if you put a side by side with his clean at 315 like 10 minutes later in the wad was the same exact movement down to the inch right and um like that's something to strive for definitely and I think that that sequence is is key to whatever your goals are in this gym. You could be walking in trying to be a competitive athlete, and that 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 um, mechanics, consistency, intensity is going to be your key. You could be coming here just looking to lose twenty pounds. Same thing, mechanics, consistency with those mechanics, and then intensity is going to get your goals too. So those those really are the the key to whatever your fitness goals are when you walk in the store here. That's going to get you what you're looking for. Right. Yeah. And that consistency is, is twofold where it's, you're consistently moving well and you're also consistently showing up to move well. Like, um, it's, it's both of those things. I think that your, your movement quality is, you know, almost second nature doing it correctly. Mm-hmm. And then you're in the gym more consistently. You're, you're, you know, working out more consistently, you're sleeping more consistently, you're eating more consistently. Um, so it's like building the patterns of proper movement and proper behavior around your movement. And then you can start sprinkling in that intensity. Um, and obviously, you know, go, go from there. Yeah. And we talked about a little bit off camera beforehand, like kind of like a tiered system when people come in kind of as they grow through the program there. And that, that first tier definitely is that mechanics. Like, can you move well? Can you do it? Can you do a perfect deadlift? Can you do a perfect squat? And then that second tier, as we're moving through that, is I think that consistency piece is so key. It's like, great, you can do a deadlift at 100 pounds one time perfectly. Can you do it twice? Can you do it five times in a row? Can you do it 10 times in a row? What if we ask you to do it 20 times in a wad? Are you able to do that? And if we can't do that, let's go back to square one again. Let's go back to that first tier and work our way up without skipping any steps. So I think that consistency piece is really important. Uh, and I like your, what you threw in there too. Like it, it's more than just moving well. It's how often are you showing up? How how much effort are you putting in? Are you consistently um, doing your best every day to try to get a little bit better? So that that middle piece there, they're all important, but I think that consistency piece is really what kind of glues everything together too. Yeah, and I thought uh, like a small piece, but an important piece of that consistency is the uh, like across different um, like tools or different apparatuses so like if you can do a a front squat with a barbell can you do a front squat with a dumbbell or a sandbag or mm-hmm. kettlebells um i thought that was a, a interesting way to think about consistency also like are you consistent across different um you know different equipment yeah and too if uh oh go ahead I was going to say, I think like when we, the way we kind of do it with like the nine foundational movements, like the CrossFit, uh, you know, HQ's way of laying them out is a, is a good way to boil down into like just archetypes of movement. Like you have your squat, you have your press, you have your pull or your deadlift, and then there's variations off of that. But if you can get the archetype down, if you can squat with your body and nothing, no load, then you'll be able to like perfectly you'll be able to do it with any implement and same thing if you can pull off the ground um you know correctly and safely you could do it with anything in your hand and um i think it's like boiling it down to those like movement archetypes and then getting really good at those basic things like just fundamental primal movement patterns and and then you once you get those down then you can really like spice it up any way you want mm-hmm. yeah I think it's important to, uh, um, to run through, even for the seasoned athlete, to kind of run through that tiered system there 
uh, with any given workout you're doing, say, say you're doing a workout that has heavy deadlifts and run each round and you're looking at it at the whiteboard and say, say it's a super heavy, maybe like 315 plus, And that's maybe that your one rep max deadlift. And you're looking at it and you kind of walk yourself through, can, can I keep good mechanics for a 315 deadlift? Maybe once. Can I do it consistently? No. Okay, let's go back. What about a 285 deadlift? Maybe I can do that. Maybe 225. Kind of walk yourself down through those lists to where you can find where you can hit all three of those at once. And then factor in that running too. I always think back, um, it was either an article or a speech Glassman gave years ago and said, you can run every day on Monday. You can deadlift every day on Tuesday. You can get really good at running on Mondays and really good at deadlift on, deadlifting on Tuesdays. But when you do them right after each other, it's like you've never done either one before too. So keep that in mind when you're doing your workouts too. Okay, I can deadlift five times in a row at this weight. But what about, what about on round two when I come back from my run or whatever other movement I'm doing? Am I, am I going to be able to keep that consistency with that as well? So there are a lot of factors, but I always try to remind my athletes and myself too to kind of walk myself through each movement with that mechanics consistency and intensity in mind and do i think i can hit all those uh throughout a given workout yeah right right and then once you are proficient like you should be on that on that edge like training at your threshold where maybe not every day but maybe that last rep is like a questionable rep Mm -hmm. Uh, but not the whole workout maybe that last run is like a slow run but not the whole workout like you're you're getting um you're getting that you know, threshold stimulus, which is going to make you better as an athlete and give you results without being, um, you know, in the hole the entire workout. Maybe you're yeah. trying to reach for that. Uh, and there's that, the there's that fine line where you're, like you just said, you're not, you're not burning yourself out in round one, but at the same time, you don't want to finish and not even break a sweat. So we're trying to find that kind of that middle ground there where um, we are getting, we are pushing ourselves to get better, uh, but, but keeping good mechanics for the majority of that workout. Yeah, I think Nancy is like a perfect uh, wad for that. The five rounds per time of 400 meter run, 15 overhead squats. Like your your first like few rounds, those overhead squats should be like look perfect and be unbroken. And then maybe like you know your last couple reps, maybe you're like shaking a little bit and it's off balance. Um, never like a, a dangerous, you know, part. But um, if you're once you start introducing the intensity piece, then maybe like those last couple reps, you're like fighting to keep them, you know, in that like perfect mechanics, you know? Mm-hmm. I think that's how, that's kind of the determinant of like whether it was a successful workout. Like if you're going to get something out of it as an athlete, like did you, did you get better in that workout at something? Were you close to your threshold of uh, movement? Like, you didn't go too far. You didn't absolutely blow up. Um, you paced it correctly or you loaded it correctly. And that's like the beauty of scaling too, is that everybody can get that same stimulus. Not everybody has to lift the same weight or run the same times or distances. And, um, that's the beauty of like scaling to everybody's level. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I think uh, we, we might've even done a whole podcast on intensity a while ago. I believe but. we did. Yeah. But um, I think it's it's um, like it's an important aspect of of CrossFit and like knowing your intensity, whether that's in, when you're a beginner, it's obviously going to be scaled back a little bit. Um, but even when you're an advanced athlete, like should that intensity be, you know, every day, 100 percent or like maybe just once a week is a much better option to like 
push that intensity and every workout is designed to be like, you know, diff- different intensities. Um, so I think paying attention to your relative inten- intensity to yourself, where you're at and also where you're at that week, um, mm-hmm. is important. I think it's a good point where that, that relative intensity term too, because the word intensity is obviously an intense word. And you think about like going pedal to the metal as fast as you probably can at workout and maybe or even something like a cindy where you know you're in it for 20 minutes like you're going to be pushing at a good pace but it's not a it's not a fran pace it's not a as fast as you could possibly go kind of pace too so knowing the stimulus of the workout to kind of gauge that like you said that relative intensity is really important piece yeah i'd say that's one of the most misunderstood aspects of crossfit like i remember um listening to a fitness expert i forget his name he was on uh joe rogan's podcast and joe rogan asked him about crossfit and he said here the problem with crossfit is that it's uh it's basically seeking fatigue it's a fatigue seeking mechanism and um everybody goes 100 percent every day and can barely get up after the workout every day and that's not that's not efficient and that's not going to get fit or strong or whatever and i'm like that's just not it like that's, I think that's what people think, but that's just really not it. If you're doing it correctly and you're doing it the way it's designed to, um, to be done, you're not fatigue seeking every time you step into a gym, you're looking to get better. And you're looking to, like, we just talked about peak over the line of your threshold so that you're continuously progressing. But the goal isn't to be laying on the floor after every single wad. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think CrossFit has evolved into that too like maybe in the beginning the majority of like athletes and coaches and stuff were were pushing that just like give it your all every day kind of mentality but it's evolved and like the last you know eight five to eight years we've definitely progressed and seen the value in like you know maybe going 70 percent someday and and only hitting it super hard you know once a week or so for the average person yeah and like the principles of just general strength and conditioning like it's not like they're null and void just because we're doing crossfit like there's still progressive overload and there's still um you know there's as we're talking mechanics consistency intensity there's still like a ramping um you're not just like go all out all the time type of thing there's still those like basic fitness principles um it's just in a different mix uh there's more variety but we we still use those same uh guiding principles to get people healthy right yeah. anything else on that i think we hit all the the keynotes there all the yeah. keynotes yeah <laughs> i think that's uh that's something just good to keep in mind if you're like thinking about starting crossfit or if you just started or even if you are an athlete who's proficient, um, maybe take a look at your mechanics and, and take a look at that hierarchy of mechanics, consistency, and intensity, and see if you're following that, um, that guideline, because it really is going to make you better in the long run. It's going to keep you healthy in the long run. Um, and if it takes you maybe spending some time with a PVC in your hand, instead of a loaded barbell, or take some time doing air squats instead of back squats, uh, take the time to do it, especially now in the situation we're in, because it's a good time to kind of relay those bricks. 
Yeah. And when we do get back, like if you're the, if you tend to, you know, hear the same thing from all a lot of different coaches or you hear the same thing from a coach over and over again, like, Hey, you know, drive those knees out, drive those knees out every, every time we squat, then, um, then like, you know, come talk to us and we can give like some more specific stuff. Um, you know, that's, that's more specific to you because in a class, you know, we don't have necessarily time to dive into every single person's, you know, um, mobility and give you, you know, a, a 10 minute, 15 minute talk on like, you know, how to loosen up your adductors mm-hmm. or whatever. So, um, but we are, you know, after class or some personal training sessions or whatever is a good time to like focus on your mechanics. Yeah. I think it's a good time to touch on too. Like when we do get back in the gym, uh, understanding that you probably, hopefully you haven't lost a lot of strength, but it's, it's probably going to be a few weeks of getting back into it again. So even more of a good chance to focus on proper mechanics, uh, and try and maybe just dial it back a little bit working on moving well, getting back into the rhythm of things. Obviously, even if you are working out now that the class setting is obviously a lot different. So use that time to focus on your mechanics and then slowly ramp back up to that, that intensity that you're uh, familiar with. Yeah, that's a good point. Definitely. Uh, don't expect to just jump back in, um, you know, right where you were when this whole COVID thing Mm -hmm. happened, when it first, you know, blew up. And hopefully you guys are still working out and still still getting better in other aspects too. But uh, I don't need to tell you guys, obviously, it's very different in the class setting. And if you are working out at home, maybe you don't push yourself as hard. So um, just come in with the mindset that you you might not be where you were when we left. And that's okay. And we'll, we'll get you back there as soon as possible. Yeah. Oh, shell. Looking forward to it. Likewise. Yeah. Can't wait. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for tuning in. Um, we got some cool stuff coming down the pipeline that we're super excited to roll out to you guys. So um, keep listening, keep sharing, comment if there's things you want to hear uh, us talk about or people you want us to get on the podcast. Um, and we'll do our best to give you the stuff that you guys deserve. See you guys. Cuts.